Kia ora and welcome to the Rural News. Call Monique Steele a hoe. Ground conditions are starting to dry out across the country as El Nino begins to bite. Niwa's latest hotspot report shows there's been very little rainfall for much of the North Island this week, especially in Waikato and parts of Wellington. And there are also still hotspots in coastal Manawatu, Whanganui and the Kapiti Coast. In the South Island, the driest soils when compared to normal for this time of year are in Marlborough, Nelson, eastern Tasman and western Southland. But it's a different story on the wet west coast. Forecast rain for most regions should ease dry conditions in the week ahead. However, Canterbury is expected to get drier. Meanwhile, fruit and vegetable growers are being urged to prepare for these hot and dry conditions in the coming months. During the El Nino weather pattern, New Zealand generally experiences stronger or more frequent winds from the west through summer, raising the risk of drier than normal conditions in east coast areas and bringing more rain to western regions. Horticulture New Zealand's Chief Executive Nadine Tunley told Sally Murphy while the full effects of El Nino are not being felt just yet, it's important growers are prepared for it. To make sure that if they can, well one, watch where it starts to to actually take hold, that is in terms of we're seeing some signs of it down south currently. We definitely are not seeing signs of it in the northeastern seaboard where the cyclone Gabrielle impacted last year. They're still, unfortunately, particularly Tarafati and Hawke's Bay in Northland, suffering from um, the rain too much. So, yeah, we've got the opposite effect at that end of the country. With El Nino, the hot, dry weather, what impact would that have on orchards? It depends when it actually starts. I mean, at the moment, fine hot weather would be what a number of our growers would be desperately seeking given the rain that they've been having because that would give the fruit and or vegetables opportunity to photosynthesise well because they haven't been with the grey weather and therefore grow well. If the El Nino kicks in and the drought carries on for too long, particularly February into March, then that's when the impacts for us will start to show because produce does need lots of water at the right times in its growth cycle. But again, if they start planning now, then it means that they can have some measures in place to to manage how they'll work through that. That's Nadine Tunley of Horticulture New Zealand. To other news, a series of community events are being run across the North Island this summer to support farmers and growers still dealing with the clean-up from Cyclones Hale and Gabrielle. The Checking In initiative is a collaboration between the Agri Women's Development Trust, Rural Women New Zealand and Farmstrong, also with support from the Rural Support Trust and Ministry for Primary Industries. They held a webinar in March for people to get tips on how to cope through the cyclone recovery. And this summer, they're putting on get-togethers and comedy shows to bring rural people together. Checking in facilitator Sandra Matthews says it's vital people take a break from cleaning up. Even from the point of view of, of my husband and I, you're looking at the damage every day. You're looking at the farm damage. You're looking at the infrastructure damage. You're looking at your home that's got damage. And actually getting off farm to recharge and do something different, even if it's just for a, a walk at the beach or a drive down the road or a coffee in town, um, it's hugely important for mental health. It's one of those things that you can change very simply to put you back on the right track and more into a positive mind, mindset. That's Sandra Matthews, who says people can look at the Checking In website for details of the events. And that's the Rural News for this year. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in the new year. Koyara te purongo o te taifenua.